0: Hello and welcome to The Sipping Point, the whiskey podcast where we ask the whisk what, the whisk where, and the whisk who as we go on another dream drumming experience, delving into the ultimate whiskey journey for a new guest. I am the master blender, Cameron Hobbs, joining me as ever and delighted to see you again. After a long time apart, we see each other so soon. Angus Coots, our whiskey goblin. Hi. It's great to have you
1: back, and it's good to be back in the swing of things here. Yes, yes, right back at it. More drams. Better
0: routine. Well, this is it. I, there was a lack of whiskey for me for a couple of weeks there, but we're back at it. Ready, and we're back to me dishing out the whiskies this time as well.
1: Yes, I like this way better. Yes, Tell this it. way
0: <laughs> I like this way better as well. Do you know what? I just like to know what's coming. I don't like surprises. Um, <laughs> but we are back once again. This time we're, uh, I really wanted to say for the Renegade Master at the end of that sentence. Oh back. my
1: God, you should have.
0: <laughs> but no, we're back once again to uh, have another Dream drama experience and this time excited to welcome oh. actor and musician Martin Mitchell. Just Cameron here. The whiskies that the guys are drinking tonight are Dura Red Wine Finish, the Gospel Straight Rye, and Highland Park Ice Edition. See if you can figure out which one's which. Martin, welcome to The Sipping Point. Thank you very much for having
2: me. I'm very excited. <laughs> it's our pleasure. <laughs> it is
0: our pleasure. And uh, we've already got dram number one in front of you here. But before we get into that, we need to obviously find out a little bit about yourself. For those unfamiliar with the name, who is Martin Mitchell and how and why should we know
2: you? Well, uh, I'm an actor and a mm-hmm. musician. Um, often those things coalesce and end up doing a bit of musical theatre. Mm. Um just came off of a run of uh, Sunshine and Leith at the Edinburgh Fringe with Captivate Theatre that was amazing fun and I've been very fortunate I've been cast with um, Stage Draw Entertainment a new new company based in Edinburgh um, I'm doing Oliver with them um, and Bill Sykes which is very exciting oh, what? Yeah, I know oh. I know a very prestigious do, role
1: Do you do a all right, you little mug, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, I've got a couple of that? them. Yeah, I've got a couple.
2: That's quite exciting. <laughs> oh, like, oh, I hear your cockney all that. A little bit of Bill Sykes All oh, right,
1: yeah, uh, I've got,
2: I've, it's getting there. It's getting, I've still got I've a bit of time, actually but... intimidated. Yeah,
1: I'm <laughs> terrified.
2: I had a lady at a rehearsal on Tuesday come up to me, very very lovely member of the cast, and she she hadn't spoken to me much, and she heard me sing the song where I'm kind of aggressive and stuff, and she walked up to me and just kind of went, "You're not actually scary, are you?" <laughs> and I was like, "No." <laughs> No, I'm all right. I'm not not a big scary guy. No, I'm fine. Um, And as well as uh, Oliver with Stage Door, I've been even more blessed to be cast in Cinderella. Um, their panto this this Christmas, which is ah, very exciting. Fun. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so I'm going to be uh, Prince Charming. I, I, Prince do you know what? I knew
0: he was going to say that. <laughs> what? What a double header Good lord yeah. yeah,
2: I'm very, very fortunate. This, this at the end of this year has been quite, uh,
0: quite a time for me. So before we even get into this, I'm going to say to you Angus, this is the first time I've met Martin, and I have to say, very strong vibes of a very young Justin Timberlake. We
2: that it. is the that does is he the, get this a lot? That's I'm the like right into his bloody yeah. Mails. I hate it because I don't think <laughs> I look oh, I bet like him you in this. Do. Like, no, I. I <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, because I, I I don't think I look like him, but it is the one I get the most. Is you look like Justin Timberlake? As you were speaking it's there, weird.
0: it was immediately just there was that God. It looks like a young Justin Timberlake back when he was doing the stuff with uh, the Lonely Island. Oh, um, you know, just that's not box. young
1: Justin Timberlake yeah, like, is it? Like, Justin Timberlake like, wow. is y- he was in the young. Mickey Mouse Club <laughs> for God's sake fine
0: okay it's relative I mean right, don't get it,
2: well. it twisted I'll absolutely take it thank you that's very kind <laughs> that,
1: that was after sexy back it was <laughs> <laughs>
2: Anyway, uh, we've already gone off piste. Um,
0: <laughs> but right, let's talk a little bit about well, in fact let's talk about those roles because that's absolutely amazing. Panto in particular, have you done a panto before? I haven't. Uh, very it's very
2: yeah. It's... Different to theatre, but a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah, definitely. Um I've I've seen I've not I've not really been around Panto much of my life. It's an interesting one. So last Did you go year, as a kid? uh occasionally i didn't like it as a kid i never liked kind of theater and musicals as mm. a kid um it was when I, I started doing like singing and music during like my high school years um that i kind of appreciated it a bit more um and in one of my last years of high school i got cast in like the school musical and that kind of developed the love um and yeah i was never i hadn't been to a panto in about oh goodness maybe 12 years and then last christmas i went went to a was it Peter Pan? No, sorry, Robin Hood, bear my pardon. Um, and it was fantastic, and I was kind of watching it as uh, a newly graduated actor, kind of mm. going, I want to do that next year, and also, lo and behold. As an adult, uh, the the child experience of watching a panto and the
0: adult experience of watching a panto, very different. Worlds apart. But both highly enjoyable, I would say. For yes. The part. I, I remember enjoying it as a kid. I definitely enjoy it even more as an adult. Absolutely. Because the humour is... Clever and smutty at the same time It's it's tremendous Yeah,
2: Our director and writer for Cinderella is uh, Lewis Baird and wonderful wonderful writer wonderful director i'm very excited to get working with him so where are these going to be at the portobello town hall it's Fantastic. a lot of fun the the oliver is the 7th to the 11th of november and the pantomime runs the 28th of november to the 30th of december so that's a that's a long old run 56 performances oh, absolutely yeah.
0: yeah that's what you want from a absolutely pantomime. no doubt and it's quite a decent sized venue as well
2: yeah so i think at the moment it's sitting at 280 and that's right. just the floor it does have two tiers okay um but at the moment it's getting renovated so we're not 100% sure if it's going to be fully accessible um, but you know you're looking at a minimum of 280 potentially more which is quite exciting
0: and with the King's Theatre still going under a lot of development obviously that becomes immediately one of the bigger venues in Edinburgh of as course well.
2: of course I mean there's still going to be the Playhouse and mm. there's still going to be the Festival Theatre mm. but the, the Brunton down in Musselbrook, that's been shut down so you know there's a lot of families in that kind of area that would be looking for a Christmas pantomime and yeah. We're there for it. Tremendous. If you're in Edinburgh, the Lothians,
0: specifically East Lothian, but Mid Lothian as well, what a great place to go. Make sure you check it out. I'm happy to give plugs here. Yeah, Yeah, 100%. 100%. It's massively appreciated.
1: That's the reason we get people on, to be honest. People have got stuff to sell. People have got podcasts that they want people to listen to. They've got shows to go to. They've got books to sell.
0: Yep. Yeah. Come plug your stuff, we'll give you some whiskey Give us some chat, we're happy with that That's it I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but there you go Flawless but It was yeah. <laughs> So let's get into your whiskey background then Um, Obviously one of our younger guests yes. that we've had so far I
1: think far. our youngest
0: um, Probably, I'm not going to ask details because I don't know everybody's age But you know, definitely on the younger e- end of things What's whiskey for you? How's that been part
2: of your drinking experience today? So as a kid, it's always been seeing it um and seeing it portrayed um whereas as an adult it's been enjoying it and educating myself in it so as a kid my my granddad on my mum's side he was always drinking whiskey yeah i I think it was Forgive me, I forgot to ask my mum, but I'm fairly sure it was always a bottle of grouse he had. Uh, it was kind of a staple, yes. but he did also have a ceramic decanter of the Bonnie Prince Charlie Glenfiddich, And that's a, that's, a, that's a quite a rare bottle at the best mm. of times. Um, so that was always kind of my image of what whiskey was. Um, and my brother had his child in 2021, so I'm very glad to be an uncle. And I got him the same ceramic decanter with well, the, the Glenfiddich ones because our, our, that that granddad passed away in 2014 so it was a nice kind of you know circle situation yeah. where I got to give him what he, we both knew as whiskey and stuff and no it was really nice it was um I'm excited to try that one day I think it'll probably be opened in a good 15 years or 20 years or something yeah. we'll see um as I've progressed I've got all older and stuff it's you know, you try the, the the bottle of JD straight when you're seventeen and regret it massively. I still
0: regret it, and I'm 42. And I've been 20 plus years since I drank a JD, and I'm still yeah.
1: Surprised. Oh, I can. I, I don't know. He'd be great on it. We we'll have to get him on at some point. But you know, Gus Limburn, of course, Scottish comedian. Mm-hmm. That's his. That's his drink of choice. No
2: oh, really, oh, Jack Daniels and Coke. I've served um, him at many a time. I think.
1: And uh, oh, if you're out with Gus. He'll just order it at the bar for you. Oh, perfect. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll take a drink, and you will be like two double Jack Daniels. Dude, yeah, and Coke. Nice. <laughs> All right.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, that was that was obviously the the early introduction to to whiskey was you know.
1: But it's also it's like the it's it's what rock stars drink, you know. It's what Slash was drinking. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like I, to the point where, like John Niven, the the writer um, who wrote "Kill Your Friends," um, that's what his character refers to. A Jack Daniels and Coke is a rock star.
2: Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's
1: a bit of romanticism around Jack mm-hmm. Daniels. I think that's that's what Jack Daniels is good for. It's a mm-hmm. bit. It's a bit rock and roll. It's yeah. A bit sure. Of, sure. You know.
0: Yeah. It's iconic. Mm-hmm. Although, I being iconic doesn't make it mean doesn't mean that it's tremendous. No. Of it's course, not, not the best of the best. It's just a particular the whiskey drink that you associate with particular groups and things like that, and it's got its place, there. and it'll always be. It will always continue because of its place. Interestingly, um, since the last month or so, I think it is, Jack Daniels have released their first single malt whiskey. Oh, yeah. Um, It's been sampled by a few people. I've been a nosy around a a few people on social media. It has been sampled by some, some of the whiskey festivals that have been taking place over the last couple of months. And apparently it's a bit middle of the road, but definitely one that's interesting. They're trying new things, um... And I think that's always good for for, for whis- us as whiskey drinkers. Absolutely. Variety gives us something else that we can put in this class in front of us and be like, is this any good or not? Sometimes it isn't. And <laughs> that's okay. That's okay.
1: That's it. You don't have to love everything. No, yeah. you do
0: not. No, you do not. But what about yourself then? Um, you obviously started at JD, as everyone does. <laughs> what was the progression from there? What was the step into Scottish single malt?
2: So I think the first proper Scottish, malt, Scottish single malt I had was the Glenlivet Founders Reserve. <laughs> And that was because my dad's dad, again, we're talking grandparents, it's often the way, um, uh, he didn't drink very much at all, if ever, really. Um, The only time that I ever saw him have alcohol was on uh, New Year's Eve, and him and my dad would share not even a half dram, just a dribble of Founders Reserve, and it was my introduction to seeing it happen and stuff, and it was really nice, and yeah from then on when I turned 18 I was like oh I'll have a little I'll have a little sip my dad was a bit more accommodating about it and stuff and from then Glenlivet's always been in my repertoire of what I've got and yeah I I love a Glenlivet it's it's yeah it's a good whiskey it's up there for me I'm a big fan um at the age of eighteen, drinking that right away—did you find that you enjoyed it right away, no. or was there some effort to get into no, it? No, I hated it. I, I'm not going to sit here and profess no. that I'm a, I know a whiskey connoisseur at 23 years old. It's, it's not like that at all. I, I, appreciate it now, and it's, it's, I'm starting to get used to it, and I can definitely smell things and taste things as I'm getting older. And I've even in the last year, I've noticed differences. Um, but no, no, no. When I was eighteen, it was like paint stripper. Um, <laughs> and now I'm going to be born about it. i um, the one I've got at the moment is the. The Caribbean Reserve. Right. It's finished off in a rum cask. It's really oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and I've I've polished that off pretty well. And you know, I, I don't tend to drink too much, but mm. when I drink, I, I fairly enjoy it. And it's yeah, I'm starting to identify flavors and stuff now, which is nice. It's it did take a few years, but we're we're at a stage now where I can kind of I can get at least one or two flavors and smells out of each whiskey that I try.
0: Well, we will test that uh, fully here, as we obviously have whiskey number one in the glass with you. Um, But before we get to that, if you then are, for the rest of this journey that we're about to embark upon, there will be a a whiskey in your glass. Is there something that immediately stands out to you as being the one that you want? Or is it more a concept or a memory of a whiskey?
2: Uh, No, I think if I was... Oh, it's hard because you always want to, when you're talking dream drama and you're thinking, let's just think of the wildest thing you can think of that you think you would love. Um, but I, I think, I think a Balveni, the mm-hmm. the seventeen is it the double wood? Is that right? The twelve is the one they call the double wood. What's the? Is it the Caribbean? That's the seventeen. The Caribbean 17? is a fourteen. What's the seventeen? I don't even. I don't know. Well, because I had the seventeen when um my nephew was born with my dad and my brother and right. it holds a really special place in my heart
1: so scott wilson the Tank castle stadium mm-hmm. announcer former former time castle stadium announcer he was on here and he said and i tweeted at him the other day uh, that i was drinking the above any 14 the caribbean one right um and he said that is he it, said
2: if there's a heaven the river's will rum with it right yes well it's i, I it's I, I distinctly remember it was a very dark whiskey and the bottle was uh, the label on it was a very dark brown mm-hmm. um that's well, the one. That's the one. So
0: that is the double wood seventeen. All there we right. Go. So they okay. But the, the the typical one you're thinking of, the twelve, is a double wood as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is something that's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So the double wood seventeen year is an elder sibling to the double wood twelve, yeah. uh, and it shares its honeyed, spicy characteristics, but is distinctly different with deeper vanilla notes, hints of green apple, creamy toffee. And a striking richness and complexity,
1: mm. Yeah. coming mm. in at forty
2: three percent. I it's discontinued.
0: Yes, looking at this, it does look as yeah. though
2: it has been discontinued because we got the miniature and it was phenomenal. I uh, don't know that I've ever I've, seen. I've never that seen, that seen it before.
1: I've never seen it. I've never tried it. Uh, when we talk about the color of it, though, any quite well known for using coloring.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. Let's just see if there's any of that. Um, that says uh, we'll, we'll look through it, but. Certainly, yeah, I have no issue with that. Though. Like
1: adding caramel fact. coloring, I we've never talked about this or anything but I have zero issue with it at all.
0: I am. Su- I was surprised when I first heard about coloring artificially. Um, how many of the big names were doing mm. it? Oh my Some god! Of the big whiskey, Dalmore, yeah.
1: Do they do it? Dalmore, Dalmore are so bad. They're oh bad for it, yeah, That's Richard Patterson. Worse. He mm. loves food coloring.
0: <laughs> um, even Lagavulin did the Lagavulin tour, mm. and Lagavulin will openly admit that their sixteen is coloured so right. that no matter where, where it's because it's an iconic look mm-hmm. as well as an iconic mm-hmm. taste. The colouring doesn't affect the flavour. Absolutely, What they're doing is they're taking it out of the barrel. And sometimes you will get variants. Of course you will, because yep. barrels in different places, we know that happens. So I, again, I don't have an issue with it. Yes, there's something. That feels pure about a whiskey that hasn't been coloured but it's Mm. not it doesn't impact on its flavour and and really what you're building there is an image as well as a taste
1: and if any of you dweebs out there want to argue about it then you just get in touch with us you know where the social
0: accounts are we've got Bill Sykes with us he'll have you Um, watch (laughs) it (laughs) <laughs> I, I now want to do a whole episode in Cockney. That's, that's the, That has to be something we
2: do in the future. Um, so, is it the Balvenie Double Wood Seventeen? I think I glass? think it would be yeah, just because of the the lovely experience I had with my brother and my dad. I think it would have to be the, the Balvenie Seventeen. Yeah.
0: Again, love that. Um, already, you've highlighted a couple of like. It's family moments for you that whiskey plays a part. 100%. It. It's, it's something that is that, oh, this is a moment, let's get a whiskey. Uh, and, it, and it keeps it special. Yeah. I think that's a, a really endearing part of whiskey as well. And it's funny that it is the spirit probably above any other that is the one that you go to in that moment. It, it's a very different experience or oh, let's toast, toast the birth of my son, anyone fancy a vodka? No, you know, it's just not the <laughs> yeah. same thing, right? doesn't it's just the same not a GT, lads, like it's just I love a GT.
1: Anyone fancy a creme de <laughs> <laughs> <Jägerbomb.
0: laughs> anyway, right? I mean, a for it.
1: I mean, if honestly, if I ever found out I had a kid, I'd be drinking terps. I, think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, that's a thing away from me.
0: <laughs> um, so yes, right, okay, fantastic. Um any other flavors before we get into what's in your glass? And one is there anything else you've obviously talked about? Glenlivet uh, Balvenie. Is there anything else there that's in your kind of range of reach? Something that you would buy to have at home?
2: Um, probably something that isn't too smoky. Um, I'm not against smoke. I was just
1: saying the two you've identified being quite iconic space side ones. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, well, it's 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 not that I dislike smoke. It's that I my experiences that have been very positive haven't included it um, right. and the experiences that have been negative have been like Smokehead
1: Smokehead's a were I've got two miniatures of Smokehead in the house yeah. and they, we have they, the, they, sit, they sit there for a long time yeah,
2: we had the, the it's not bad is it the high voltage or something we have that in Monkey Barrel and it is right. it. You literally it smells like someone's had a cigarette in the corner it's wild um I mean, i'm okay with that i mean yeah wine. yeah if you, if you like it you like it and that's absolutely fine yeah no i'm here for it um if there was any other flavors oh what other nah honestly no i don't want i don't want to over complicate it i know what i know what i like and that experience i, do, I wouldn't want to tarnish that experience the only thing i'd yep. change about that is the location but even at that it wasn't a bad location so yeah, yeah. You
1: know. i mean i'm i'm big on i think i've said this before but big on red wine and port finished whiskeys I uh,
2: got a miniature selection at Christmas last year, and it had a grouse wine finish or something wine cast. Yeah, be it was. I, w- I wasn't holding out much hope, and I was shockingly impressed. It's
1: it's it's just so different from normal whiskey. I think. Yeah. So I'm a huge fan of that. Like I bought my my end of fringe whiskey. Um, I only bought it a few weeks ago, actually, um, and. I went to Caden shout out them, Kittenheads, WM Caden uh, Good Boys from Camel Town. Uh, I went to there and I picked up a Glen that's that is 12 years old. That I think was fully matured in port cask. This thing is red. <laughs> 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 to the point where my flatmate had it and he was like, you might as well just be drinking port. I was like, nah, nah it's much stronger. <laughs> Get you much drunker, much faster. <laughs>
0: Grand. Okay, so we know what's going to be in the glass for the rest of the journey. What about what's in your glass now? Any initial thoughts on the nose and the taste for you? Um,
2: I feel now. I have already said this, and I will. I will hold on to it. I am not by any means a connoisseur. Um, I feel like I might be getting some kind of apple. With okay. a little bit of berry in there. Yep. Um, there's a kind of sweetness towards the end as well that I can't quite put my finger on. But
1: there was a, there's a sweetness, a vanillainess to it that yeah. I was catching. Before I added water to it, which is okay. that, that's been dulled with that, it doesn't certainly doesn't taste any sweeter with the water, but uh, yeah, I it reminded me of like old, and it, I'm pretty certain it's not, I'm pretty certain Cam hasn't tricked us today, um, <laughs> by bringing a single grain, but it reminds me of old single grain. <laughs> and my husband, you're you're oh, I'm obsessed,
0: he's obsessed with me bringing in grain. One of these times, I will bring in grain, yeah, yeah I do. It, um, but I, this is, well, do you know what? I'm not saying anything.
2: Um, right. I do have to say, though, for as, you know, I might not be identifying a huge amount of flavors, it's very nice. It goes down very easily, and it's very tasty. <laughs> it very
1: it's very tasty. I think it's so much better with a we splash a of wee water. A wee dribble of water honest, made it delicious, um, yeah. It, it was boozy mm-hmm. it was coming in strong. I think this is stronger than 40%. Okay.
0: Pretty
1: confident but not, in that. But not crazily so. No, but I'm not, I'm not. it's like, much more drinkable with water.
0: Mm. Yeah, it softens. The sweetness comes out more, I think. Yeah. I think I get more of the vanilla, though. Yeah, and on the, on the end
2: it, of it, there's definitely that. Yeah.
0: That non-overly sweet vanilla, vanilla pod
2: Yeah.
1: It's nice. Yeah, it is nice. It's quite a pleasant little yeah, drinker. Well, you could we'd work your way through them, no bother at all.
2: We'd definitely buy one of them.
1: Okay,
0: right. Well, we know what's in the glass. We need to pour, we need to pour out dram number two and talk about where we're going to drink it. We know what's in the glass, we now need to figure out where we're gonna drink it. Dram number two has been presented in front of the gentleman. They can have a little sniffy sniff of that. Uh, and while doing so, we need to talk about on this dream dramming experience wow. where you've got your
1: <laughs> Okay. okay.
0: <laughs> where you've got your Balveni 17 oh. Doublewood in the glass. Where in the world is it that you want to be drinking it?
2: Well, it's a it's a tough one because I think the, the the short answer is in front of a bothy on a loch with a fire but it's not cold like the the environment isn't cold because I'm a warm weather kind of person right. so I think if it's still summer height of summer but the fire's just adding to the experience we know we've got a lovely cosy bothy we've canoed down be Loch Lion or something like that a nice Loch Loch Lion p- p- potentially potentially okay. Loch Lion I don't, I don't, I don't actually nice know if there's a bothy I don't actually know if there's a bothy on Loch Lion so that's the only difficulty there this is a dream drama of course that's very true that's it's fair true.
1: invented yeah. You, yeah yeah,
2: of course you can yeah. Build, yeah. build the bothy yeah. oh yeah yeah. Sorry. Yeah, go on then um, yeah probably probably there just beautiful view potentially Loch Etive 2 up in up near Oban <laughs> Um, hmm. that's,
0: he's, that's he's thrown me here. One that I didn't quite catch exactly. Is it Etiv? etive etiv.
1: yeah. etiv. I believe is that's come up on the pod before, hasn't it? Quite possibly. Someone said Walkout before.
2: It's a gorgeous place. It's it's kind of between um, Tainul and Oban on the on the west coast. Is
1: that the one that Wall was wanting to go to in? Don't make me say one. it again. Loch
2: Crean was the one that he was. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> I probably said it wrong, so that might not have helped. Um, okay, let, we'll come back to the loch bit because mm-hmm. I feel like you, you gave us three distinct parts to that location, which was Bothy yeah. on the banks of a loch with a fire in front of you. So let's start at the beginning. The Bothy. <laughs> yeah. What is the perfect Bothy for you?
2: Oh, well, my, my experience in, with Bothys is very limited. Um, I've only been to, I think, two, um, but and both times we haven't actually stayed, okay. but they've been... in. It's just the kind of atmosphere around them is like it's a little house in the middle of nowhere Mm -hmm. that some people might live a little something at, and it's quite exciting. And Mm. if you stumble upon it and you're not expecting it, it adds to the excitement. Um, Like, my dad is, I don't think he does it anymore. Well, he doesn't do it anymore, Uh, but he used to be the vice chairman of Scottish Mountain Rescue. And he, for a long time, was the leader of the Oakles Mountain Rescue team. So I've been all over Scotland, canoeing, hill walking, just looking at cool stuff with him. Um, So the outdoors and hills and just the Scottish mountains. That reminds me of my dad and, mm. and it's it's definitely, it's one of those things. I'd I'd love to sit down and uh, next to our Bothy and yeah. Just yeah.
1: I
0: love it. it. I think it's beautiful. But for Bothy then, you, you talked about seclusion there, uh, obviously being away from people, uh, being up in the hills.
2: Yeah. That's something very appealing. Yeah. Like a bit of, bit of privacy, but also knowing that if someone was to stumble across you, there's, there's not, it's just, oh, hello, how you doing? Like there's, it's all, all pleasantries and nice mm. things and stuff.
0: So it, does the simplicity of a bothy appeal? I think so. I think so. Is that that it, ex- like you don't want a luxury bothy there. Part of uh, this is like something a experience, like the bothy. What's
2: what's in the bothy? I for think you? to hold on to like some authenticity. I'd want to have okay. it as kind of a uh, bog standard bothy as you could get. I think having Quite like ridiculous. running like, all that and running water, that would be that's that kind of takes it over the line of what a bothy is, really. Um but Maybe a couple of of kind of nice things that maybe maybe there's a maybe there's a bottle of the Balvenie just sat in the door. Someone's <laughs> left it there
1: for you. Yes, yeah, like, oh, we found whiskey. We knew he was coming. So my interest would be if you found a bottle. Uh-huh. my like whiskey <laughs> has a look. Uh, my immediate thought would be someone is pissed off. Yeah, bottle. absolutely. So That's exactly someone's like trying that. to trick me into drinking piss. Yeah, so no. no, thank you. <laughs> this nah, is a risk
0: reward all. thing, right? Yeah. It depends on what bottle it is. Because if it is 25 that we gave to uh, Sloss, yeah. which is over 500 pounds a bottle, and there's a Ooh. bottle of that there, the risk reward is, do you know what? If it isn't piss, that's going to be worth having, yeah. and therefore the chances are that you're going to take it. If it's a bottle of grouse, yeah. I'll be honest, I think I can walk on by.
2: Yeah. Surely that comes. I'd
1: out have a face. sniff of it.
2: I mean, well, yeah, no. I think regardless of what <laughs> I like, I think my nose have, might not be that great. How expensive yeah. would the whiskey need to be for
0: you to drink it without smelling it, with the risk being that it could be piss? Sixty quid. <laughs> Turned on a dime I know right turned on a dime That's outrageous Beautiful Um, No the reason I ask about the Bothy Is obviously like The secluded part of that For me the bothies Are always so simplistic Like Mm -hmm. it's It's somewhere to To have a roof over your head And nothing more Yeah um, I think it's a beautiful idea about the fact as well you don't want to stray too far even in your dream from reality because it wants to feel authentic. Yeah absolutely. The, the dream for you is is it about tying it back to real experiences and uh, you know we've had experiences on this where someone wants to drink on the moon yep. with a dome looking back at the earth specifically mm-hmm. Brazil uh, <laughs> and you know to go and I think it's all beautiful these are great little nuggets of what people have in their head of like the place to be and I think what what you've put forward there is beautiful because it can happen.
2: Yeah, it's very realistic. It's,
0: now the yeah. discontinued Balvenie 17 Double would not impossible it's to get. True. But extortion. So far, you know, we're <laughs> we're living on something that it could very much happen. Yeah. Let's talk more about the Loch element of it then. Mm. Um you talked about Loch Lion and Loch Etiv. Etiv Etiv. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Six and two threes. Etiv. I'm gonna write it phonetically so that I can remember. <laughs> um
2: what is it about those locks that are appealing so lock lion i did had to do an expedition on it a long Mm. time ago and that expedition i didn't actually like doing the expedition but if i had done that journey out with the confines of what i had to do for that situation i think i would have loved it Mm. properly loved it whereas i had like these set criteria to do and it was like this is naff but if i was to go you know if i was to paddle down Loch lion with my dad or whatever and have azram somewhere i think that would be and then, then the next day go up a hill and come back down and then paddle back again that's Loch lion is where i had one of the in hindsight yeah in retrospective one of the best experiences on a lock in my days and I, I love the highlands of scotland i'm not i've not done it as much as anywhere near i want to
1: what was her name huh what was her name what was her name <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, with, with yeah who, usually, who, who is this? Usually, right? you know, one of the best experiences of your life. Who was it? A on, his man. Reaction, I went was, right over
2: my head. his um, reaction suggests that actually uh, there might no. be a name, but yeah, uh, no, the the um the expedition was with the Explorer Scouts. I'm afraid right. it, was not, right. it was not. It was not 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 one of those expeditions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a different kind. Uh, no, it was yeah. So and then Loch Etive has a place in my heart because um. It's just a beautiful part of the country, mm. um, and all the hills around there are just incredible to be with. Mm-hmm. And I've stayed in In Tainil at a lovely uh, kind of cottage holiday home thing, and it was with my family again. And then we went mountain biking all through Glencoe. It was incredible. Um, and yeah, I think it's just another one of those ones that I really hold dear to myself. Uh, so if we were to push you for one of the two, is there one carries weight over the other mm.
0: for this experience?
2: probably say Locative just because it makes sure it's a difficult one to pronounce yeah absolutely yeah. I, I would do the exact same <laughs> um, no excellent. I think it's just because of its, its location and its it's just that I think I think it is a bigger lock. I think. Yeah. I could, oh my god, I'm, I'm not good at geography. Um, but it, I think it's a bigger place to be and it's it's a there's more opportunity for finding a perfect little spot. And you want to be warm, right? Maybe yeah, warm. kinda like Some June of but not midges. Well, uh, <laughs> this is dream, dream. dream This, this dream dreams, is dream. So <laughs> eradicate
0: them, that's fair enough. <laughs> well, part of the battle against the midges is part three of what you talked about. Mm, because you said <laughs> with a fire. Um, so <laughs> and I've got to pause there briefly because your face did uh, a journey in itself as you drank that dram. Yeah, that's <laughs> was... what
1: got me when I first uh, <laughs> yeah, tried it as well. I
0: heard you at the start there. The yeah. smell and the flavor of that do they, not marry. No, they don't. No, no. <laughs> it smells delightful and it tastes <laughs> E quizzical, oh, quizzical. We will, we will put a pin in it because I want to talk about this fire element, of course of it because fire has played, fire and water have played a massive part in our journey so far. Mm. Um, what is it about the bonfire and the whiskey that, to you, carries weight for that dream?
2: Um, I'm not sure if I think the way that it lands isn't necessarily to do with the actual whiskey. I think it's the atmosphere of a situation and then the whiskey heightens that like a hundredfold. Um having if you're nice and close to the water, but not too close, mm. and the fire's it's been going for a while, it's crackling, there's still a bit of flame. You're getting that nice ambience with the uh, the crackling and the and the, the heat the added heat of the fire but then you're hearing the waves kind of not quite crash because it's a lock so they're not exploding or anything like that but they're just kind of lying it's just a really nice experience um if there's ever been a time that i've been sat at a lockside with a little fire going it's just a very zen moment um you almost want to start meditating if you weren't having a chat with your pals um so yeah i think the combination i mean you're saying fire and water have come up both this is a Again, an amalgamation of both of those things where yeah. you'd want to hear the crashing waves, crashing hammer, and you'd want to hear the the popping of the, of the wood and the fire. And it's just, it makes a very exciting but calm experience.
0: It, there's a real drawback for you to nature and the earth here that I think is yeah. really nice as well. Yeah. Um, and I think, again, coming back to whiskey as a spirit, part of the appeal for me with whiskey is how authentic the process has remained over all these years. Yep. Mm. Where, you know, there's other ways to do it and there's other styles of whiskey and there's more mass-produced whiskeys than others. But if you go into so many of these distilleries, they Mm. are largely doing things the exact same way they did them 100 years ago. It's just slightly tweaked and enhanced with some modern technology yeah.
1: well that's it. i was uh, i was up in space side you a little tour of several distilleries and we were in one couldn't tell you which one it was uh, it was about a year ago and uh going around it one of the guys was i think it was a distillery manager was saying that they could automate a distillery down for you only need like four guys to run the whole thing mm. uh four people could okay. run the whole thing um two on two off and that would work Um, you could automate it out of that but they've automated so much that they think they've probably hit the point where they're going to because it's, at some point you start losing like part of the appeal of whiskey yeah, yeah. is the human element of Absolutely. it the way that you know people are checking things and yeah it makes much more sense that they're checking levels with the computers and things like that now to make sure that it doesn't get wild swings in quality but it's you've got to have human eyes on it of course of that.
0: I also think human error comes into play and there's an output there through human error that you may never have stumbled across mm-hmm. that leads you to go down a path for the blender and the tasters that go, oh, actually, mm-hmm. that might have gone wrong, but there's something in that. that really creativity
1: as well. As yeah. Yeah. Like I love when Balvenie do their We Yep. You know, it's just brilliant. Like That's really, really nice whiskey. Yeah. Um, and robots not going to come up with that, are they? <laughs> <laughs> see any of that AI art kicking you, about? Fuck you, AI. I was going to say, I was gonna say you see any of that AI art <laughs> kicking about? <laughs> All... Two a piece shite <laughs> <laughs> it's not been a single good piece that's come out
0: <laughs> um grand so i'm gonna assume it's a evening
2: um yeah yeah we've sunset had um, sunset maybe a little bit before Fine. sun's still kind of semi-high in the sky maybe like six o'clock but it's summer so it's still got a while to go down yet oh Grant, okay beautiful
0: i um, as you're sitting in front of this fire this is something we don't typically ask, but I feel like I want to because I feel like this is such a complete experience. Um, you have a whiskey in your hand. Let's say your right hand. Uh, you have something, a bit of food to toast upon the fire in your left. What food would you have to go with this experience?
2: Oh, now that's a tough one. Um, so when I think of drinking whiskey when like, my young well not drinking but experiencing whiskey when I was younger I think I, I referred back to when my dad and my granddad would drink a, a little nipple and live it um, and they would always have a slice of cherry cake with it too okay oh, just nice. like in your, your box standard cherry cake or Madeira cake whichever right. one was whichever one was quicker to get um, so probably we probably share a, a couple of slices of, of cherry cake just because the, the, the whiskey does not need to match that in any capacity yeah. at all but just soaks up a little bit <clears throat> and it's yeah I think in in my sort of dream experience that would complete it all is having knowing that in my my dad's rucksack or whatever there's a there's a wee there's a wee cherry cake
0: I a beautiful beautiful experience so far because this is the amalgamation of multiple memories that you've brought together into just one experience where you can sit and yeah be at peace with the world your Mm -hmm. cherry cake in one hand a great drama in the other a great view Bothy behind you This is wonderful
1: This is, wonderful. Yeah, this I, is I, I can't probably The move.
0: most romantic I think of the uh, Episodes we've had so far That's
1: it We're going to get Like dram through I'm not going to get ahead of ourselves We're going to talk about Who you're with But like The who will be the Is there going to be a dog there?
2: Now I, I would love to say yes I've never had a pet dog Oh Oh. My family, my dad is, is is a it's a travesty. My dad's allergic to dogs, so we've never had a family dog. However, this is my dream. So I'm an expert. Indeed, it, it, yeah. it So there probably would be a dog involved. My <laughs>
1: dad just yeah. running around. Yeah, bit. just
2: kind of. My dad would have had some kind of antihistamine to not explode. Yeah. and it would be. <laughs>
1: or it could be a golden doodle or something like that. Yeah, yeah as well as hypoallergenic. hypoallergenic yeah, yeah
0: uh, I Have a hypoallergenic dog. I have a mild allergy to dogs. Okay. Um, I've got a dog that uh, is eight and a half, and she is hypoallergenic and hasn't caused any issues for me whatsoever you go. you go. Then so it can be done can yeah be done. no there probably would be a dog yeah that's yeah. yeah. a class right drum number two what's in your glass what are we thinking here yes you've <laughs> polished <laughs> off yeah i have got a little bit ahead of myself yeah Martin is. Uh, I'm. i i don't know i was going to say enjoyed but the look on
2: your face at it's the end just, i'm not sure I'm, i think what it is is because i'm so unsure i'm wanting to try and get more into trying to yeah. understand it more it's
1: very strange
2: yeah i, I i'm gonna just have to be honest I can't really put my finger on anything. I feel that like the only thing I'm getting is on the aftertaste, bizarrely, oil. Okay. That's it. Fine. But that's the only thing that's it's in my It's like
1: head. it's smoky without being crazy peaty. Like, without being like overpowering. Like, you certainly there's none on the nose at all. No. But yes. there's something about when they drink <laughs> it. It's got that kind of
2: I don't know. That's why I was so keen to drink it because I didn't think it was going to be smoky, and then it just very much was. It very much tastes like quite smoky. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't, it's not like you're, it's not like it's smoky in the way that Lafroy or Wagga smoky. You know, it's,
1: it's a different, this is a different kettle of fish entirely. Mm.
2: I, I, I would go as far as to say this might not be Scottish. Oh, oh! There we go. There's a well I feel like I need to throw something out there. I need to throw a curveball in the situation. So I'm going to suggest that this isn't Scottish. I don't. I don't. i have no no evidence to back that up. No justification. But I feel like because it's so confusing, not Scottish. Part of the other thing
0: I have to do is, is <laughs> to make the pauses as Angus slowly it. sips the whiskey. <laughs> I'm just trying to... Yeah, yeah. You're trying to pinpoint it. I,
1: this, is, this one's tough. Um, this one's really tough. This is an interesting one. Oh, oh Cam, you've done it again. Mm. You tricky bastard. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know. What, what mm. do you think of this? Do you like it?
0: Well, so I was just about to ask you. Do you like
1: this? I think it's all right. Okay. I don't know if I'd buy a bottle of it. Okay. I, would, I don't know I would, if I'd... I, would, I'd I, would I, don't, that. I feel like I would... Definitely make someone taste it though. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. So this is oh you must try this. Yeah. To, because it's going to well, I mean, it's instilled an unusual response in both of you, mm-hmm. in the sense that there is a lack of pinpointing here. And I I I agree. I actually really love the oily on the finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. there is an oily element yeah, to this. Um, agree. feels like a Kalila but doesn't isn't, and I'll yeah, tell yeah, you yeah. now it's not. It doesn't taste like a khalila, but it's got that oily yeah. after flavour to it. It yeah. just lingers slightly on the tongue. Fascinating. <laughs> right, well, uh, as, <laughs> as Angus continues I'm not, to stew over that one...
1: I'm not going to nail my colours to the mask on this, because I've, I've been burned too many times on this <laughs> show, man. <laughs>
0: we know it's a Balvenie 17 double wood. We know it's being drank next to a bothy on the banks of Loch Etiv in front of a fire in the summer about 6pm with a slice of cherry cake in the left hand, dram in the right what an experience we need to tank these drams and move on to number 3 as we're going to find out who Martin is going to drink it with We know what's in the glass, we know where we're going to drink it now, we need to move on to the final part, which is who we are going to drink it with, before we get into the reviewing part of the blind drams we've been drinking, and number three is in front of you now, so you can have a little sniff, you can have a little taste, get the taste buds adjusted from what you've just had, that quizzical number, um... (laughs) And ultimately, Martin, you've built uh, an experience so far that is absolutely elevated by uh, memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have a feeling that who you have with you is going to follow a similar trend, but mm-hmm. I could be wrong. No, nah, you'd be correct. I'm right. Okay, so talk to us. Who are you having with you? Who's sitting around the fire yeah. on so- the banks of Loch Etiv?
2: Etive. yes. No, a second. Time. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It does follow memories, so it's 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 a bit of a, a sad one. Oh no, uh, I'm trying to get into the panto vibe. Sorry. Um, oh no, it isn't. Oh, sorry. No no no, no. 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 It's fine. I've been trying to do it too. It's not. Happening if someone has right.
1: passed away. I'm definitely going to say they're behind you now. It's yeah. two.
2: Two. Oh, they're both too... behind you. You can. <laughs> um, that's brutal. <laughs> um, no. So it's it's maybe it's a cliche, maybe it's a bit narrow-minded um, in some regards, but I think that it would be like the the core family in my life that are that are, are men. Mm-hmm. So it'd be my brother, who's six years older than me, my dad, and my two, unfortunately, not, no longer with us granddads, um, because it would just... The nonsense. <laughs> the nonsense that we would chat about after even just two each. Yeah. It would be so much fun. Yeah. Um, You know, I've not seen... I've not experienced my mum's um, dad he passed away in 2014 uh, as an adult and I think um, yeah. seeing the man I am today would be a really nice thing for him to see and it'd be really nice to have an kind of adult conversation with him and uh, I lost my dad's dad in 2021 t- sorry t- 2021 Right, and he well, he was Alzheimer's so it was a long time that he wasn't really there yes, so he didn't yeah, he, he understood what I was doing he knew I was doing acting at uni and stuff and he knew that I was kind of pursuing that career so he appreciated it and I knew he was going to be a great granddad, which is fantastic yeah. Um, but yeah I think having both of them Compass Menace as adult as, as myself and my brother as adults yeah. I think it'd be a really nice experience just to be able to chat about the cruelties of the world And the wonders of the world Whilst sipping on a nice A nice Nice trap So that was going to be My follow up question there Is like What would the talking points be And you want to talk
0: about The wonders of the world And the cruelties of the
2: world Yeah Just Things that have afflicted All of us And things that have Benefited all of us And find our common ground And see things that we Disagree on And then discuss them And I think like just Having Especially after you've had A little drink And you've been able to mm. You over articulate And stuff yes. And it's Yeah I think it'd be a lot of fun to To just sit down with those guys And have a proper Proper, proper. Something proper you talk. take
1: for granted, I think, sometimes because that's just made me think. You know, you you lost them uh, in twenty twenty one and twenty fourteen, and you're you're twenty three. Yeah, right? so, was so you turned. Did you turn twenty three this year?
2: Yes. So I'm a two thousand baby. <laughs> Fuck off! Yeah, I was born this millennium. Um, sorry, that's actually disgusting. Years, to be yeah.
1: honest, uh, I find that horrible. Um But uh yeah, I think I was. Uh, I think I was quite lucky because I was after 25 when i lost a grandparent for the first time
2: that's very fortunate yeah.
1: um which is you know that's that is um although i didn't get into whiskey until i was like 30 oh, right? at oh, that there, time you, two you. of them were deeds so that's not as useful yeah true but no I, it's sorry fine no,
0: no no i was just gonna say i think it's a, a beautiful thing is for me as well with a grandparent it's my mum's dad in particular mm-hmm. uh, and similarly like he was alive until i was in my 20s mm-hmm. But he he was a ninety-six when he passed away. Um, and yeah, dementia, what have you, took away a large part of him. Yeah. Before I was probably probably an adult. And I remember like he had he objected to me drinking full stop. He really didn't like <laughs> it. That was his thing. It and was it's funny that so, yeah, big big drinker himself. He used to Fine. go down to the rugby club every Saturday morning. The, you know, they'd sit around and they was name was Hugh, they'd shuggy and what have you. And, it, oh, and, and he never liked me drinking at January like twenty
1: two. That's ah, not right. That's yeah, he just didn't like <laughs> just didn't okay. like me
0: drinking um, and I think it's funny I think many of us would choose to have relatives there in their like you say accomplishment in their best yeah. version of themselves even just to find out more about them and I think as an adult the questions and the conversations you'd have are so different 100%. to what you would yeah. care
1: about as a kid yeah. you just don't
0: You don't appreciate your grandparents when you're mm-hmm. young in the same way that you would if you'd had them when you are an adult yeah. and I think
1: but that's you still got your grandmother. the your of it
2: no, I'm I'm grandparentless. All gone. Wow. Yeah, it's a rough so one. So I've got
1: one granny left. Oh, Elsie. Well, You're doing well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. man, I've been grandparentless for. Ninety and a half. She is. Wow. And uh, it is one of those things. That it's just you think about it because she's she's not going to be around forever. You know? No like, she she's a, yeah, she's yeah. ninety years old. Yeah. Um, and that's class. Uh, but when I go round to hers, we've got a little thing that we do now. Like, uh, I think she has a different relationship with me than our other grandchildren, uh, and they she would do you want a dram the first thing that she says amazing. and this is her way of saying i want a dram as well yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah of course oh that like, yeah. you're sure you're goddamn right i want a dram, yeah. dram. i can't go and see her if i've got stuff to do in the day like i, I can only go in the early <laughs> late afternoon early evening yeah, like you know what i've got, got nothing yeah. else on because she will then pour a half pint of whiskey for me <laughs> Um, and I, I always bring around like um i've got this thing she's never gonna listen to this um so i can say this but i, I keep on bringing around these uh little bottles from the society the the ones that they've got on the bar yeah um so the cask matured like in the society matured the society cask um fill up take it around because i'm fairly certain at some point there'll be a bottle there and she won't be there mm. yeah and me my dad my uncle um and my cousins my sisters will be there and we'll then have that one and it'll be you know uh, she's got one whiskey though All um, right that, oh my dad wants it and i want it as well <laughs> and we're both now just like sucking up there quite a bit <laughs> my grandfather bought this for the commonwealth games in edinburgh way back in the, i think it was one, i think it was the 70s 1970s, one yeah, yeah. um because they won the 80s as well but uh, it was a 70s one and it was a bottle that was purely for that he bought a bottle and then one of his cousins came around and said, Oh, you're that boy, what's good? Oh, crack that, what's good? And they drank it. He said, like, Oh, I really like that. Can I just take that away with me? And my grandfather like, oh, was like, Oh, fine. <laughs> so off it went. Then he bought another bottle and he said, That's stain. And it's sealed <laughs> in its box still oh, to this wow. day. I mean, it's going to be worth a fortune. Me and my dad are both <laughs> eyeing it
2: up. <laughs> See who's got it in the well. Both
1: being real nice there, you know? <laughs> but uh, no, it's was really cool. Um, and then like, I'm asking her loads of questions about, uh, like, nursing school what her high school was like what the war was like you know she was uh, she was born in 1933 so Teenage she's uh, crack of all. she was uh, in school during the war years um, you know they were doing like gas masks stuff and like like they had to carry a gas mask with them in oh, like, Bridge of Urn where she was from like, that's they were funny. still having to do a lot. It wasn't just in the cities, man. It was... Wow. But yeah, and that's the thing. Like, you don't get that opportunity. And I'm hyper aware of it now that yeah. I've not got that much time with her to be able to have that,
2: those kind of conversations. Absolutely. No, it's, it's something I'd love to do as well. I completely understand it, is is being able to have that time back because it's all its all the times that you look at yourself as like when I was like I don't know 18, 19 when my granddad was still here but he was starting to lose it a little bit and it would have been nice for me to be there and support him and, and not, not even support him per se but just be there just be yeah. there and hang out with him and chat some nonsense Um instead I was an 18, 19 year old and went and had of a course. drink and, but that's what you do that's like yeah, that is how it yeah. works yeah. unfortunately that's just the way of the world Um, but it's always after the fact that you go I wish I'd done that a few more times yeah absolutely Sorry to bring the mood down
1: (laughs)
0: It's all Genuinely I've said this before It's it's very It's a very romantic Yeah Whiskey experience Like it's It's steeped In memory Mm -hmm. And Family And all the things That matter And whiskey For so many people In Scotland I think Across the world Right It's It's a spirit Brought out In those moments Mm -hmm. And it instills that kind of feeling. And I think I honestly think it's a beautiful experience across the board. I think it's great.
1: Yeah. I think it's great. I appreciate that. Thank you. You have made me think that I need to book in a wee visit out weavers to see Elsie soon. That, yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I think yeah. we want to come with you. Yeah.
1: Oh my God, <laughs> the other thing. You know, are free from sorry, <laughs> my my grandfather, my dad's dad <laughs> did not like pizza and then when he died in 2016 my granny tried pizza for the first time in fucking years I <laughs> and she mess. was like oh my god this is so good so I go around she's like let's get a pizza as well so it's like whiskey, pizza <laughs> oh it's fantastic. class going not to see else man <laughs> fantastic
0: what a Friday night that is <laughs> um, okay what about dram number three what you've got in front of you
2: now the last one um, I, I'm struggling to put much on this one man I think it's maybe the, the first two have, have numbed me a bit too much but it's, it's hard I'm not I'm not I'm not getting very much Maybe okay. it's just me I, I don't mm. I don't I don't think it's smoky No No I'm not getting smoke But
1: there's a dark flavour
2: in there That mm-hmm.
1: I uh, I think I'm getting That's coffee
2: Right okay, okay. I'll get a
1: little hint that. of coffee On that as well And that might be Something to do with roasting Or something like that Potentially It's <laughs> I don't know I'm how get it there Yeah You're that would use. be I <laughs> can <laughs> <laughs> okay, catch it At the side of my mouth When I'm mm-hmm. drinking
2: it so maybe it's maybe it's just a bitterness that I'm getting from it. Okay. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. It is nice. I just can't really put the point on where it's nice and why it's nice.
1: I'm gonna throw this out there. I think this is <gasps> got less going on than the other two. Oh,
2: okay. oh yeah, 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 yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. The other um, two were much more complex.
1: Yeah. This is this is 40% the other two I think might have been overproofed a little bit 43, 46 the first one I think was the booziest of the three exactly. and, I know, and I know that's one of those things that happens when it's the first one that you taste and you're like okay that's quite boozy yeah, because it's it is strong but I think this might be the only one that's at 40
2: okay I think that the lack of flavours to me would suggest maybe that again this could be age coming into it but the lack of flavours to me would suggest that it's potentially the supermarket number
1: that would be 100% my guess as well yeah okay okay that much I'm I'm 100% Uh Ranking them, I'm not sure where well, that would come into. Well,
0: anything else to add on drum number three before we move into the ranking part of this?
1: Uh, I think it's nice. I think adding water to it would be a bad idea.
2: Okay. I added a tiny dribble and it didn't change it very much. No.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, the votes are in <laughs> for number three. Good Lord. Right. So let's get to the ranking part of things then. I
2: so like what, it though. Yeah. yeah. And That's yeah. what I was saying. It's nice. It's
0: nice. It's just not as
1: interesting the more i think about no, it the more i'm getting that coffee as well and i like that flavor mm.
0: okay so ranking for this part is not about what you think is the most expensive or oh, completely. the supermarket if you like the supermarket one the most that's where you go so what we want you to do first of all is just give us your order of favorite
2: to least favorite mm-hmm. least favorite absolutely not being bad no, because no, i've liked yep. after and it's a massive thanks to to cameron here I've liked all of these. These have all been very nice. Based on how you saw my face on the second dram, it would have to oh. go one, three, two, with three being the supermarket. I think. That I is... think I think that's where I'm at. I, I really enjoyed that first. Maybe it was because it was the first one I've had for a little bit, mm-hmm. but I really liked that first one.
1: I think that's probably where I am as well. Okay. Probably. Um there's a potential I think that three is the nicest of them okay. that we've had. Well, maybe. Potential. That's the thing. That's why I'm struggling with ranking. I'm convinced this is a supermarket one. Yeah, okay. um, uh, yeah. Second. That much, I'm that much, I'm fully in agreement with. But when it, when it comes to personal preference, I think two is my least favorite. Um, yeah. But again, not because it was bad, just because no, it, it was weird. Yeah,
2: strange. Okay. Strange. The complexity you know? made me kind of go.
1: Ugh. <laughs> but I can't decide whether or not the first one this one, uh, the this third one, I'm I'm very taken with. That. Okay. I like it. It's and I hope easy. it's a supermarket one. And I've said this before: yeah. multiple times of all, If this is a supermarket one and it is a relatively good price, I'll buy a bottle. Right now, mm-hmm. okay. Sod it. I will so too.
2: I don't have any money. I'll do it.
0: <laughs> Commit one or one or three. What's your favourite?
1: Three, one, two. That's how we're going. Three's the supermarket one. Change one, it
0: up a bit. Change it up a bit. Yeah. And three's your favourite, in the supermarket one,
1: which is so funny because
0: you had less to say, but the coffee bitterness had less going on, but actually, its simplicity won mm. you won you over. Yeah. Okay. So there's a bonus question.
1: Oh okay, goodness. Fuck's sake. <laughs>
0: One of these
2: isn't Scottish. Oh you piece. Well to. too. I called this on dram two. I called this on dram two. I reckon it was number two. So you think number two is non But now I've said it, yeah. I'm maybe going back and thinking <laughs> this might be Okay. Well, this might be. now you could be right on that and yeah, I still
1: think you're right to go with your gut. Go. I'm gonna I, go with I'm gonna go
2: my gut and say two, but two? I would not gonna be gonna shocked do. if it was three. Fine.
1: I, I yeah, similar. Yeah.
0: so you're saying two
1: saying two but but three and if it's one I'll fight you
0: (laughs) (laughs) so this comes to the reveal part and oh my god I'm giddy with excitement at this
1: point you're so wrong so
0: (laughs) the um, first of all I have to say you thanked me for the whiskeys we have to thank Paul Whitson. Oh, because, a see, Paul Whitson has donated two of these, and one of them's come from myself Thank you, Paul. So Paul has given us some absolute belters here. Oh,
1: thanks, Paul. Um, and he's I
0: am very happy because the one thing I like doing more than anything else on this podcast is stitching up the whiskey goblin. Bastard. And we have stitched them up royally. Royally. So let's go through these. Let's do it in... I'm going to do it in... I'm going to save two for last. I'm going to do it in the order that our guest has selected. All right. One, three, two. Okay, so the first whiskey that you had this evening Mm -hmm. was the Gospel Rye Whiskey.
2: Rye.
1: Interesting.
0: You said it was boozy. Yeah. 45%. Mm Right. Made using single source grain. Oh, no way, he's done it. <laughs> Stitch me up. Man. <laughs> Aromas of buttery rye breads, toffee, vanilla, and white pepper fill the nose, complemented by notes of clove, uh, pepper, green apple, which go. you highlighted, mm-hmm. um, and caramel throughout the palate. All oh. oh,
2: right. Got the apple and the sweetness. This, <laughs> yeah, this was whiskey number one. Yeah, this whiskey
0: comes from Australia. Wow!
1: So that was only that, so whiskey that, wow. number
0: one was the non, wow Scottish one. So neither, I'm, I'm genuinely quite have taken aback. Yeah. I never I does never, that mean
1: I have to fight? You now? <laughs> <laughs> I believe they were the turkey. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Whiskey number three, we're gonna do next, which was okay. your second yes. favourite, your favorite. You both mm. identified this as the supermarket one. I'm pleased to tell you you were both absolutely bang on. This okay, exactly. is the supermarket one. And you said that you're gonna buy a bottle. I think you've already got one. Oh, is? This is the Jura red wine finish.
1: We've had it, we've had it in the house. I don't think we've got it anymore we oh, finished it. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. But it's you right. drank it. So. Yeah.
0: So that's what this is. Yeah, go so the nose, the, the nose is dark berries and forest fruits gently flowing floral wafts of vanilla and cream caramel. The palate sultanas, soft summer fruits with a raspberry tang, juicy strawberry and gentle vanilla. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm not getting any of that, but I wonder whether we perhaps killed our palates with what came before it. Um, and I maybe should have mixed this order up a little bit, but yes, it, this comes in at 40%. So you were bit, bang yeah. on with that as well. The reason that you've been stitched up, is because bottle number it's two...
1: Highland Park, isn't it, you
0: piece
2: is- <laughs> Oh, no way. It's <laughs>
0: oh, Highland Park. Oh, oh, bitch,
1: you <laughs> son of a bitch. Twice now, god damn it. <laughs> uh, phenomenal. Highland
0: Park, Ice Edition. Ice
1: Edition. Oh, shit, I've had fire as well. That's Yay. interesting.
0: Coming in at 53.9%. Yeah, wow. you can and- tell. Three hundred pound a bottle. Fuck
1: me! Oh
2: my
0: goodness!
1: <laughs> I, mean, I remember. I remember. I was in Orkney, and we, uh, me and my mate Greg, we were up there, and we had a uh, we had the fire, and it was coming at like seventeen pounds a dram. Like so, I know both fire and ice are. Not wow!
0: Cheap. This is one of these special ones that comes in a special box. Yeah, it's really it's quite, quite like iconic. So kind of it mm-hmm. follows falls on from the Valhalla collection. Uh, this new limited edition Highland Park will also come with a cradle, which is shaped like a mountain, as opposed to a long shift, which yeah. of course is the more iconic one. Tasting notes by the producer: the nose, resplendent aromas of cool, fresh pineapple and ripe mango sorbet come to life in the celebration of glacial character. Silvery shards of smoke give way. To the frosty kick of root ginger. Yeah, the palate. Yeah, the palate. Like the ice giants themselves, the palate is powerful, yet mellif- mellifluous.
1: Mellifluous. Mellifluous.
0: Mellifluous. I have no fucking idea. No, I don't know what that word is. In true Highland Park style, <coughs> the combination of an ardent, misty peak smoke is intertwined with pearly, iridescent vanilla seeds and overtones of molten, orris root.
1: Iridescent is a great word. That's oh, a fantastic yes. choice, yeah. It's so that, that makes little, sense.
2: The the ginger in there makes sense why we couldn't smell it so much and then it was a yeah, fine taste.
1: Pineapple, so, mango, and ginger coming in. And then yeah, that smoke does come through on the palate.
2: And it is peated. It is
0: because Highland Park is mm. peated. I, I'll be honest. I really liked it, but it is it's complex. There's mm. a lot going on with that. And I think if you went into that knowing what you were drinking, it's a very different experience to drink. 10 Potentially. Yeah. Um, I mean,
1: I'll throw this out there as well. I don't like what Highland Park are doing.
2: Controversial.
1: <laughs> I don't like what Highland Park are doing, mainly because uh, I think they should focus on their core range. I think they should be looking at things like their 10 their 12, and I know they're not right now, which is very upsetting. Um, I pretty soon... I think it's gonna be hard to find those, um, and that's a real shame. Fire, ice, uh, the Viking legend, the Valhalla, lava, <laughs> whatever they're having. Um, you know, they're all interesting things, but they should be done as like a as a side note. You know, as like a hey, look at this thing we've made. It's really interesting, kind of the way that Glen Morangi did with Signet. Uh, they're like, look, we've made this. We're not putting an age on it, but it's a fifteen. Like we'll yeah. be honest, like we know what, that's what Signet is. That's what I think they should be doing, and I think that they're moving away from that. I don't know why they're doing it. I think it's a bad decision. I wish they would reconsider.
0: Fair enough. Um, I am all for them trying things, but I agree their core range is so strong.
1: It's a lot of people's favorites.
0: Yes, mm. it really is. There, it's a it's a strategical pillar in Scottish whiskey. And whiskey drinkers. It really is. It really is. So
1: the fact that they're pivoting away from the 10 and the 12 and nothing younger than the 18 is something I've heard. Um,
0: And I think that this is a conversation for another time, but this is more and more distilleries realise they can make more money through uniqueness mm -hmm. rather than sticking to what they do best and well, I'll you tell can't you this. this sort of podcast but I'm doing uh, in bunny ears yeah yeah uh, the quotes the
1: quote marks on yeah. right. my fingers um, um, little rabbits <laughs> I want
0: to say they're ellipses but I don't know that's the right word so yeah yeah I, I, I totally agree I totally agree um, but I love the fact that every time we've had Highland Park on here so far you've put them last
1: yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> that's because the 12 is the best and you've not given me Highland Park 12 um, but I'll tell you this right now I will never buy a bottle of weird expensive non-aged Highland Park actually that's not true I have bought that one that was it was on Amazon Prime Day <laughs> second time tonight he turns on a the time but 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 yeah you know that's not gonna be my thing if, if it's yeah I'll walk away from them and I won't be the only one to do it. I won't be the only one to do it. And you should think of that, think on that, Highland Park. Ladies Editing. and gentlemen,
0: this is Angus Kutz, our Whiskey Goblin, after a nip that's got 53.9% in him. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> Martin Mitchell, thank you for joining us on The Sipping Thank Fun. you very much for having me, guys. Just to recap, your dream drinking experience is a Balvenie 17 double wood in the glass, being drank next to a bothy on the banks of Loch Etiv in front of a fire at about 6 o'clock On a beautiful summer's eve Joining you are your two granddads Your dad and your brother And you're just discussing The woes of the world And the things that have impacted you And sharing experiences Sounds fantastic It really does Absolutely beautiful Thank you again to Paul Whitson for providing the whiskey Thank you to the Whiskey Goblin for coming along You're welcome And until next time Sláinte